0: Tig, mm-hmm. are you ready to do this?
1: I'm ready, Freddie. Are you ready for
0: people to hear this? Mm-hmm, I am. We had a good time talking about this.
1: This movie is going to really, really rake in our uh, geriatric listening <laughs> audience, right?
0: This is not for geriatric. The, the filmmaker is a young
1: guy. It's just that you're seeing life through a lens. Sure. I just think that, All of the 80-something-year-old podcast listeners are going to be tipped (laughs) off about this episode, and they're all going to hop aboard our ship, wouldn't you say? Yes, they are going to hop aboard our ship for sure. Mm -hmm. It's exciting. Whole new demographic. Yeah, we talk about drugs. Uh,
0: We talk about, oh, having sex in the square.
1: Which is actually called...
0: (laughs) No, (laughs) I think people should listen and hear what
1: it's really called oh okay okay no let gonna... them listen to the whole i know podcast. You, don't, you don't like spoiler alert i so don't I think everyone has learned that about you <laughs> they make you very nervous they do
0: okay let's uh everybody welcome to wait is this that how I... we
1: this isn't... isn't what do you mean, mean we... welcome to <laughs> have we ever done an episode <laughs> where we end this <laughs> intro with hey everybody welcome to What
0: what were, what were we you gonna it? say I was gonna say welcome to, but I can't remember the name of the film. I always call it some kind of wonderful, and it's not. It's some kind of heaven. But what were you gonna say? How do we do it? No, that's
1: great. You should end this little intro with "Hey, everybody, welcome to," and then go on. No, you it. and you do it the way you want to do it. No, I, I. I'm sorry, I interrupted. Is there a usual way? No, we just kind of fade out. We just babble until we stop talking, yeah. and then. Okay, but I'm, now let's do our.
0: Let's. This is a new uniform approach. Yeah, this is a hard, this is going to be a hard out. Okay, so. That's what we call it. So, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Some Kind of Heaven. Oh, boy. (laughs) It all started when Tig and Cheryl met in the mid-2000s.
1: Hey, nice to meet you, Tig. I'm Cheryl Hines. Hi, Cheryl. I'm Tig Notaro. Should we do a podcast about documentaries? Yes. A podcast about documentaries? Is this microphone on? Five furious frogs fiddling faintly. Furious frogs fiddling faintly. Five furious frogs fiddling faintly. I am the first ever podcast. And Tig and Cheryl are following in the sound of my footsteps. Let's get started. I'm so ready. Tig and Cheryl. True story. Cheryl. Tig. We're at it again. We're doing it. (laughs) We didn't listen to Laughing Dog. If we listened to him, we
0: wouldn't be doing it. (laughs) Yes. But listen, we've got a really great documentary to talk about. Some kind of heaven. Mm hmm. Should we tell people what it is? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, Some kind of wonderful. Is a 2020 documentary? Some kind 2020? of wonderful. Oh, shit. What did you watch when we were supposed to? Be- is it it's a Christmas show? No. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what was that? Yeah, that's a wonderful world.
1: Yeah. Listen, a wonderful life.
0: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> God. Oh, we really ought to <laughs> what? Oh, my God. I was going to try not to laugh during this because oh, okay. I feel like I'm really, uh, I laugh too much during this
1: podcast. It's Yeah, yeah. We should It's hard to listen, yeah.
0: bring it down. Some Kind of Heaven is a 2020 documentary directed by Lance Oppenheim and produced by Darren Aronofsky in the New York Times. The film explores the villages, a Floridian retirement community that is the largest in the world. Some Kind of Heaven follows a group of villages residents as they struggle to find love, happiness, and meaning in their final act of life. That hit home, huh? That did. That got me. The film premiered at Sundance and is distributed by Magnolia Pictures. Okay.
1: You were familiar with this place. You're from Florida. which I have been to the villages. What were you doing there? Picking up an old... uh... (laughs) An old dude. I want my mom to go to the villages. I brought my mom to the villages. And she wasn't
0: interested? She's very interested. My stepfather is not as interested. So just, just so everyone knows, like the said, The Villages is the biggest retirement community, and it's beautiful. It's in central Florida. They all drive around in golf carts. You can dance. You can take classes. You can watch movies. You can drink. To um, be fair,
1: everything you've named, you can do anywhere for the most part. Well, <laughs> you can I mean... dance. You can drink.
0: But the thing is, it's like... Everybody there is your age.
1: Not my age, but it's like a college campus. College campus for what? Yes, eighty-year-olds. The... Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah.
0: Because that was the fun thing about college is you're you're surrounded by people your own age. Mm. So now these people, you have to be at least fifty-five, which is seems <laughs> kind of low. <laughs> Why? Why that I that, think about it. Is that anywhere near your age? No. <laughs> and don't Google anything. The point is.
1: I see somebody packing their bag right now (laughs) over Zoom. (laughs) If you love it so much, why don't you head over there? I might. I mean, I know you still have another 10 years before you hit 55. (laughs) (laughs) Right. I don't
0: want to plan that far ahead. But I do know somebody who was thinking about lying about their
1: age just to try to get (laughs) into the villages. What would happen if somebody like myself, okay, I'm going to be 50 in March. Mm-hmm. My wife is 35. What if I was yeah, ready? You can't, you can't go. I can't go no, retire and bring it's my wife. No, you can't. What do you mean, exclusive? Mm-mm.
0: There's an age. I don't want to say cut off because
1: that's not. Oh, exclusive. so my wife would have to be 55 as well. At least one of you has to be 55. Well, that's what I'm saying is what if when I turn. 55? No, I'm saying what if when I turn 55 mm-hmm. and I wanted to move in there mm. and my wife was 30, well, mm. she would be 40 at the time. I don't know if they would let her. And we had two young twins.
0: (laughs) No, there are no children allowed. And three
1: cats.
0: (laughs) You could probably have cats, but you definitely cannot have kids at this place. Oh, my God. Speaking of animals, um. how
1: about the beginning of the movie when the interspecies love scene almost broke out into full swing?
0: Oh, the lady's dog. And cat. Yeah. The dog was... humping the cat? Yeah. I mean, that's what I saw. I I thought it was a stuffed animal.
1: Oh, maybe. You want... No, but I think you might be right. <laughs> now I have to go back and look at it. <laughs> I think, I think the dog was putting the moves on the family cat. Oh my god, that poor cat! Well, even if it was a stuffed animal or a dog, anybody in that situation with that particular dog—it's just—it's embarrassing. I mean,
0: the documentary filmmaker was there filming.
1: Hmm. Yeah. And uh no, I know that's how. <laughs> that's how I know. <laughs> <laughs> okay listen you heard it first we the focus. documentary filmmaker was there filming and that's how we know the
0: dog was humping the cat listen so this guy lance the filmmaker by the way is young what is he 24 he's 24 mm-hmm. and he's from florida mm-hmm. so he thought that this place was so extraordinary that he wanted to make a film about it which i so appreciate because I want the world to see the villages.
1: Okay, if you were not who you are, and I have a feeling you have a little extra cash in the bank, you're married to a Kennedy, okay? <laughs> you're probably not somebody that's going to end up in the villages. Let's be completely on You and Bobby are not moving to the villages. We talk about it all the time. Okay, but not we- <laughs> in a serious way.
0: But listen, I would, I think when I'm 80, what else would you be doing? Like sitting in sitting where like in a
1: house by yourself I don't know I mean again my wife is 15 years younger than me Mm, my you know I'm older parent so my kids are gonna be young for a while so they're stuck with you is what yeah but you're saying if if you were not in the life that you're in or even in the life you're in yes I'm saying in the life that I'm in and Bobby would too You and Bobby, Cheryl Hines and Bobby Kennedy Jr. are moving into the village, please. He says he would. He is so full
0: of it, I don't even know what to do with myself. The villages, they have everything you could possibly want or need. Tambourine lessons. They have tennis. Yes. They have golf. They have acting
1: classes margaritaville um parties again you can have mark you can go move on to a golf course you can go play tennis you can have margaritas at home you can learn the tambourine with a couple of friends but
0: you can't like you can't hang out and watch the sunset and then dance around yes you can cheryl you don't
1: have to move to the (laughs) village
0: But the thing is, they have a community and they're all friends. And then
1: there is no way they're all friends. Stephanie told me that this place was one of those videos that came out where the Trump supporters were screaming on their golf carts. Do you remember that video that? Yes. But that's like this place is how big is it? It's like 100,000 people.
0: Yes. That was, what, 10 crazies. And by the way, there are crazies at the villages, but they find each other. Yeah. And then they hang out with each other. But can I tell you something? Yeah. My stepfather doesn't want to go. And one of the reasons why he told uh-huh. me yeah. is because he doesn't want to get an STD. <laughs> because <laughs> So wait a minute. <laughs> because he says that. And it has come
1: out that STDs are, you know.
0: High at the villages.
1: Okay, but he can. He's saying he can't control himself. He's going to get well, out there I, around
0: all the sexy ladies. Yeah, I didn't want to get into it with him because it's awkward. But I said, you know, you have a choice. You don't have to have sex with <laughs> with strangers. <laughs> strangers.
1: I, but he's very fearful. I. He clearly can't control himself. I mean, this he he's going to be thrown into a dating pool while he's married with how old is this man you know he's in his 70s i can't imagine my fear of an std stopping me (laughs) from anything frankly (laughs) from anything (laughs) i have control over that the sentence should be about something else i'm scared i won't have control when i see all those old um beautiful ladies at the pool yes there are some beautiful ladies there too. Okay, listen. I know. I saw the movie. Okay, okay. Did you say STDs are high at the villages?
0: Yes, there's a high rate.
1: Yes, because they all. I guess it doesn't matter if your crotch starts itching and burning when you're 80. Oh God, why does it always come down to this? <laughs> but I mean, truly, the, it, at that point, you just you have a you're few like, years left, and yeah, this is, fuck it, yeah. Whatever. It'll come and go. Yeah. And you know. I guess.
0: And by the way, there is one incident where a woman had sex in the town square. (laughs) (laughs) And I want to say with like an instructor, like a tennis instructor. I could be getting this wrong, but I feel pretty confident about it because uh, I've done. Listen, like I said, I've been there. I've seen this place. Okay, but how'd you
1: hear about the woman having sex in the town square? (laughs) Because I, because I
0: Googled
1: it. Oh, you Googled it?
0: Yeah, because my stepfather, uh, you know, keeps telling me how dangerous of a place it is. Like, can you believe that this woman had sex in the town square? Danger alert. <laughs> yeah, so I am fascinated with the villages. Tell me that doesn't sound like a fun time. I mean... Oh,
1: there it is. Oh, there she is. Yeah,
0: she was. uh A little more than Peggy. five
1: years ago. Yeah, and she couple. was
0: twenty years older than him. And they made national headlines because so they were caught having sex. Oh, I thought movie. that's what
1: your code was for sex. National headlines. They made national headlines. National headlines. Mm. Wow. Okay. I will, I'm gonna start using it though. Yeah. Bobby,
0: do you want to go make national headlines? <laughs> Gross. It sounds
1: <laughs> oh my gosh! I walked up and these people were making national headlines <laughs> in their in the bed of their truck. <laughs> <laughs> oh national my God. headlines. I don't know. I think it would be fun to visit if you and Bobby move <laughs> to the villages. We will for sure come visit whether you invite us or not.
0: I'll, I'll invite you. I don't
1: know that that's where I want to go. I feel where like. Where do you want to go? To heaven? I want to go straight to heaven? (laughs) From at what age? Whenever the old ticker stops.
0: (laughs) Okay? Okay, but what if you... Listen, let's just say something happens, blah, blah, blah. We don't need details. Not to me. You're you're alone. No chance. And you're you're 83. Oh, you're saying she's going to leave me. I'm not saying
1: that. I'm saying we don't know what's going to happen. I think that if my entire family... Up and leaves me. Yeah. Then, sure. I'll go meet you okay. at the villages. I'll okay. move in with you and Bobby. That's so nice. Yeah. We could take acting classes together. And your dog can make national <laughs> headlines to my cats With your cat. With my cats. To or with? two.
0: Yeah. Do you make national headlines
1: with? With. You with. Oh. Yeah. You don't do it too. Yeah. Make national headlines with, with your cats. <laughs> okay. Okay.
0: Um, Harold Schwartz, <laughs> I'm getting back on track. Not that we have even been on the track. Mm-hmm. Uh, Harold Schwartz yes. was the founder Yes. in the 80s. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Harold. And this is him talking about designing the community.
1: We're often referred to as the Disney World for retirees. It's not hard to get. We contacted a company to design and build an old-fashioned town center, the kind we all grew up in. And we were taken aback by their first question. What's your storyline? Every town has a reason for being. That's easy, we said. Our villagers moved here because they found the Fountain of Youth.
0: Wow. Well, so they were, well, yeah, then that's a very alluring. If you're 90 and someone says, I have the Fountain of Youth, that's like, okay, sign me up, I'm
1: moving there. You don't believe in the fountain of youth? Huh? I don't need it? Uh No, I didn't say that. I said, (laughs) you don't... (laughs) What did you say? You don't believe in the fountain of youth.
0: Oh. Well, I mean, not now, but like I'm saying, if you're 90, then maybe it's
1: like, well, it's worth a shot. Mm hmm I guess anything's worth a shot.
0: Yeah. But then you get there, and it's this beautiful little village, but I... Is that really the first thing that somebody says when you say, I'm going to design a village, they say, what's the story? No. Does every village, every neighborhood or every town need to have a story?
1: I didn't understand why they didn't have it as a gated community. That would appeal to me more. I didn't like that just regular people can drive through there and and well, come hang there out. Is a
0: per- There's a person. <laughs> this I thought was odd. There is a person at the gate. There's no it doesn't close. There's nope. an archway. Yep. And they they say hello when you go when you drive
1: in. Yeah, just somebody's job is to wave and say, "Hello." Hello. Welcome to the villages. Yep. Why don't they have a gate? I Oh, I'll tell you why.
0: Oh, I know the answer. Because I know people in Central Florida who go there on date night because there are some cities and towns close by that don't have a movie theater. So they go there, they go to the villages, and they walk
1: around, and they eat dinner, and they have a ball. Okay, but that still doesn't answer why.
0: Well, if it was gated... Because if it
1: were my villages that I started, I would make it a gated community, and I'd lock in... Well, you don't have an open heart. I do have an open heart. (laughs) No, you have a a suspicious heart that wants to lock people out. Okay, well, listen... As we found out watching this movie, there is an old man driving around in an unmarked van (laughs) in the villages. That's Dennis. That is Dennis. That's our Dennis, okay? 81-year-old who lives in his van and he's trying to snag a wealthy lady and move in with her. That is why I would want to (laughs) fire the lady that waves hello to everyone and put a lock on the gate, all right? Well... Maybe he adds a little um, flavor. Here, let's listen to
0: Dennis. Mm -hmm. This is Dennis, 81.
1: I came down here from California to uh, meet some wealthy women and uh, get set up for life. I think I'm going to have to live in the van until I find uh, that woman that I'm looking for, and it's getting close, I think. What I'm looking for is a, a companion a, a, a nice-looking lady with some money oh. that looks good—that I'd be uh, not embarrassed to be seen on the street with. And uh, down here, it's—they're rare. It's rare to find a, a classic lady down here at Rexley. That's uh,
0: really sharp. But they're out there. But I mean, you have to find out where to nerve find of them. The this guy—he's
1: half naked in his van. And you saying this? You're saying I have a closed heart because I'm saying. Let's you don't want lock Dennis around. Grandma and Grandpa in, because oh. I mean, would you if when you and Bobby move into your little yeah. your little village house and yeah. you have Dennis snoozing half naked in a van outside? I mean, no wonder your stepfather's worried about everyone getting STDs. You got Dennis <laughs> on you the loose.
0: <laughs> By the way, at one point during the documentary. Dennis is like showering at the outdoor pool shower right and how
1: you're just making my point why I'm saying he adds flavor if you were paying to live there would you enjoy that flavor if you were out at the pool and he took his clothes off he was naked he was (laughs) showering
0: listen if you move to the villages you know what you're in for I would
1: not. Th- I d- highly wild. doubt when you're buying your place that they say and listen. <laughs> if you move in, you know what you're in for. There are there are people such as Dennis who strip down naked at the public pool and shower. Just bring his own shampoo and a bar of soap. Listen, they finally did. Uh,
0: th- he was a sus- <laughs> he was a suspicious. It was very hard to say. Can you say he was a suspicious? Of course, I can. Let me hear it.
1: You can't say it. I can say it.
0: You're scared to say it. You said you were staying
1: on track. He was a suspicious.
0: He was a suspicious. (laughs) (laughs) He was a suspicious. He was a suspicious
1: character. He was a suspicious character. (laughs) Absolutely not hard to say. He was a suspicious character. He was naked at the pool showering. Cheryl oh, no. Okay's that, no problem. I don't know what else to say other than well, put a gate. Listen. Build
0: a wall. Oh no, Tig. You did not just
1: say that. It's too soon. Okay. How long do you want <laughs> how long do you want Dennis riding around half naked in an unmarked van?
0: Well, there was a, there was one of the guys, people started getting, getting on to him? No. What's the word? I'm on to you. I'm getting on to you. People started, well, how would you say it?
1: People were on to him. <laughs> people were on to him. You're the educated one.
0: <laughs> people were getting on to
1: him. Keep in mind, you're the barely educated one, <laughs> whereas I'm not at all. And they started making complaints. Mm-hmm.
0: So he was on high alert and he, I guess the lady at the uh, archway started saying, hey, you can't, you can't spend the night. I think they let him in during the day, right? But he couldn't spend the night there anymore.
1: Did anyone mention naked showering? I don't think that would deter anybody there. Apparently not. So he's meeting ladies. And then what? He he found an old flame? Yeah. That was sad. Why? Because she was saying that he doesn't really talk to her. Yeah. What do you mean why? <laughs> it's clear he was using her. Well, they seemed happy for a minute. No, he was thrilled that he was off the streets. And she was probably excited that she was gonna have companionship. And yeah. it turns out no, she didn't have companionship. She has dead weight that Dennis. Yeah, it's old naked Dennis.
0: Old Naked Dennis. He really was like a little, uh, weaselly. Yeah. I mean, he drove all the way from California to the
1: villages. Well, he sounds like you. (laughs) (laughs) Judge him all you want, but he's living your dream. (laughs) He, He is living my dream.
0: Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Okay, let me tell you about some other people in this film. Okay, please do. There's Anne mm-hmm. and Reggie. Yes. Is Anne the one that has the dog? Doesn't matter. They've been married for 47 years. No, and Barbara, Reggie... right? Barbara. Oh, Barbara. Okay, we'll get to her in a second. And then uh, and Reggie is
1: described as odd. Or maybe it's Anne. I don't know who had the dog that was making headlines. Barbara. Barbara. What was this saying? Making National headlines. They made national headlines. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it's Reggie... such a funny thing to say to somebody who's not in on that, and you meet them and you pick them up and say, "What do you say? Me and you make national headlines." <laughs>
0: It sounds cute, like you want to have an adventure with somebody.
1: Right. Oh, then, no, you want
0: to break the law with
1: somebody. Yeah. And then you realize it's like, just sex, and who cares? Do it in the town square is what it turns out to be. <laughs> it's code for doing it in the town square. <laughs> to make national headlines in the town um. square. <laughs>
0: So Anne and Reggie have been married for for 47 years. This Mm -hmm. was interesting because at first, when you met Reggie, didn't you think, oh, he's just kind of an odd guy and maybe
1: misunderstood. Did you feel like that? Maybe for one second. I actually started to think that maybe he was gay or transgender, Mm -hmm. that they were going to go into that territory. Mm -hmm. Like you knew there was something. I knew there was something. And then to turn out, to find out that he uh, is a coke addict and is Mm -hmm. high all the time that was Spoiler a real curveball
0: <laughs> and not oh, i mean not only coke i mean he was on what was the one thing tcp what is tcp well like, i don't
1: think that's molly the name of it i don't think it's called <laughs> tcp <laughs> <laughs> but is i would there... like to get a uh some undercover footage of you trying to buy tcp oh, on the streets
0: <laughs> okay okay uh... <laughs>
1: Yeah, producer
0: Thomas just said it's THC. I was very close, and I knew it was. And everyone
1: listening knew (laughs) that it wasn't TSB, TCP. I was thinking of. uh... Okay, I just found out what THC is. Yeah, Stephanie puts it in her coffee every day. (laughs) Does she really? She does. She does. Um. Uh. Or CBD. Sorry.
0: Okay. So. That's awkward for you after you just made oh. fun of me. Oh, so awkward. Although <laughs> How am I going to all... face these listeners? <laughs> <laughs> awkward. Although... <laughs> <laughs> Although you're close because, so it's the active ingredient in marijuana. Mm-hmm. Did
1: you know that? Yeah.
0: Of course you're going to say yes, whether you did or not. Because I just asked you and you already know the answer, so of course you are going to go. I
1: that. know that that's the active ingredient in marijuana, and so does everyone alive. <laughs> <They>
0: do. <laughs> I thought it was the active ingredient in like Molly, ecstasy.
1: What is that I, called? I don't know.
0: So well, then it's not as bad as I thought. I thought Reggie was doing. And when did ex? When did ecstasy start being called Molly? Um, I don't know, but it is. Because I have kids. Not that they would ever do anything like that.
1: Well, it is. And I know because I have kids. I'm here to tell you. (laughs) Are your kids all on ecstasy at the house? I'm not going to answer that
0: question. Yes. Plus. (laughs) Okay. Uh, But we find out, right, that Reggie, Reggie goes out at night when he's super high. And does some crazy shit. Drives
1: his golf cart right into a sprinkler. (laughs) No wonder your stepfather's scared of this place. (laughs) I mean, I love an elderly person letting loose. The guy's high on coke and slamming into a water fountain. I mean, not a water fountain, but just water. That that's Listen, his cuckoo moment.
0: He's he's doing damage to mm. the golf course. So that to his relationship, right there is against the law. To yeah, his, more relationship. his relationship, relationship, because he's trying to get to a spiritual place, quote
1: unquote, really quickly. Well, he's going to be there within days. <laughs> <laughs> so, I tell mean, him, one of the yeah, i tell just, him to
0: settle down. Yeah,
1: just let's not rush it. You'll be in a spiritual place soon <laughs> You're enough. You're getting there. Yeah, I just feel for Anne. I fell for Anne, and it was so sad. I mean, I thought
0: this documentary was was really so interesting because this filmmaker caught these moments. Like, it was their anniversary, and Anne was just putting out old anniversary cards, which I thought, Anne, step it up, man. These are recycled anniversary cards. You can't do better. And then we see Reggie come in, who is completely... High on something, and he says he's been reincarnated, and and is dancing around, and that was that was his anniversary gift.
1: I was curious if they had kids, because I'm very, very much wondering if they do what they think of this fellow, and the dynamic of the parents, but there was no mention of kids.
0: It must have been deliberate because. Mm-hmm. All of these characters, there were no kids mm-hmm. uh, mentioned, although did it <laughs> did it strike you? Hmm. You know when Dennis, the eighty one year old, was hitting bottom?
1: Uh, wait, what do you mean by ca- that?
0: If you will. And he called his mom. Y- yeah, how old is Dennis- she? How old is Dennis's mom? He's I mean, eighty
1: one. I thought for a second i i didn't hear it right but i feel like at that age it, it's when people are having kids when they're 18 right i mean I still so. that makes her what 99 yeah
0: <laughs> that's uh yeah she's got to be old mm-hmm. and
1: why didn't he go live with her
0: you know why because dennis is a free spirit That needs some hot ass. In other words, he would like to make national (laughs) headlines. National headlines. Yeah. So anyway, so with Reggie and Anne, I mean, at some point, Reggie gets arrested. Mm -hmm. And then let's talk about Barbara for a second. Because it's mostly these three, four characters, really. Mm -hmm. Barbara's husband had just passed away. I really liked Barbara, too. She was so great. Her dream is to move back to Massachusetts. (laughs) That's kind of... (laughs) I don't. It seems like you could make that dream come true. Yeah, it's not like she's
1: dreaming of being a a rock and roll star. You know what I mean? No, but did you see her play the tambourine? <laughs> <laughs> she she might be. <laughs> that might be in her future. <laughs> the tambourine. Oh my god! Oh. Did it make you happy or sad to see that? Uh devastated. Really? I guess not. I guess I'm exaggerating, but it was humorous. But it was also sad. You mean sad because Barbara wasn't feeling it? Because the other ladies seemed to be,
0: and the one guy (laughs) wasn't there. One guy that was just watching. (laughs) It was probably Dennis (laughs) with a
1: with a hat on and a wig, so nobody knows. Um, yeah. So Barbara, how did it make you feel to see that tambourine class? (laughs) Which, by the way, yeah, the movements that they did, anyone on stage in a rock band does that in like a blink of an eye. Yeah, but can
0: they do it when they're 95? I
1: Maybe guess not. Yeah.
0: I thought the instructor was very cute. Mm-hmm. And they all seemed very joyful, except mm-hmm. Barbara. Yeah. Barbara was like, what the hell am I doing in a tambourine class? It's
1: got to be so confusing when your uh, spouse dies and then all of Ugh. a sudden you're sitting alone in a tambourine class thinking, hmm, something's missing. hmm You know? No, I
0: think you're, I think you're right. Is it better to be in a tambourine class or is it better to be alone in your
1: house? Well, sometimes being with other people mm-hmm. can make you feel even more lonely well barbara definitely experienced that for a while yeah Mm -hmm. for a while and it was kind of a bummer i was getting my hopes up when she was hanging out with Uh that go-kart guy lynn yeah he was cute wasn't he? he he was really cute and he was a real car salesman you know yeah he was. He was selling golf carts, but yes, it was and still, she was buying. She was buying and then you saw her find out that he sells golf carts to everyone. Yeah, and that he had a date. But you know, he never
0: made her he never lied to her and acted like she was the only one, which I appreciated. Of
1: course, but there was definitely a feeling yeah. if I were If I were Barbara, I would think that this guy for sure wanted to make national headlines with me. (laughs) I think she
0: did. I think she did think that. Yeah.
1: And I thought it when I was watching. I thought, oh, good. She found somebody. But they didn't seem like a likely pair to you,
0: did they? Because, okay, just to put it in perspective. So Barbara is a very sweet lady. And then... She goes to a parrot head party cuz he loves margaritas. He's got him in his car. Parrot head is Jimmy Buffett. Yeah, and he he serves margaritas to people all the time. That's his mm-hmm. uh, that's what he's known for. And he tells her to go to this party. She goes, she sees him. They have a little spark and then she looks over and there's one lady who's on the ground they're on the dance floor on the ground with uh you know how you sit like when you're a kid and you're sitting your legs i'm not gonna be able to
1: describe this your legs are but take your time <laughs>
0: your, legs are, your legs are turned out and your butt is between your legs you know what i'm saying no but they're bent okay it doesn't matter so she was on the ground leaning back and a guy was dancing over her uh-huh so here's Barbara from Massachusetts. The tambourinist. The tambourinist. And then she looks over and here's, you know, tan Sally who's, who can lean all the way
1: back. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. In a position, yes, if you will. like a making national headlines position. <laughs> yes. So, of course, Lynn is attracted. Mm-hmm. His
0: head is turned. Yeah. So, yes, you're right. So in that case, somebody could feel very lonely. Because there was an element of it that... Felt like high school. Like uh-huh. there were popular people and people that weren't popular. Did you feel that? Yeah,
1: definitely. That seems to pop up. I feel, you know, it's the same in Hollywood. It's the same in the villages. There's hmm. a high school mentality. Is there a high school mentality in Hollywood? Oh, absolutely. There's the popular ones. There's the beautiful ones. There's the you can't hang out with us. Because we're too cool. Yeah, Yeah, we're too cool and we're too beautiful. Mm. And then you're pushed up to the next level. And then they're like, oh, Mm. hey, we liked you all along. You know? (laughs) And then is this is this your personal and then, experience? And then you and then you misstep and then you're bumped out and then, and then you get back down. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's the ones smoking outside and mm-hmm. you know, and doing indie films and
0: Right. And they're very tortured by it all. They're like, What am I doing at this fucking party with yeah. these fucking losers? Yeah. It's like Well, you don't have to stay. Yeah. You don't have to sit outside and complain
1: about everybody. Exactly. I guess you're right. How did you not see that comparison before? How did you not feel like, oh, this is high school all over again? I didn't have that experience. Yeah, you just came on the scene <laughs> on fire and everyone was like, ooh, sure. Mm-hmm. They were hi. like straight
0: to the top, huh? Yeah. <laughs> well, I found success, if you will, on Curb later in life. Like, Mm -hmm. I wasn't in my... When I was in
1: my 20s... You were in your early 60s when you first... (laughs) When I started Curve, I was 63. (laughs) That was 20 years ago. You're
0: 83 now. But when I was in my 20s in in L.A., I was so broke. I mean, I didn't even have a refrigerator in my apartment. this this story again? (laughs) So I... So I was not going to fancy parties of any sort. Mm-hmm. I was there nobody cared. Right. It wasn't but like then you once you've floating was... around. What do you mean like me floating around? I don't know. I think that you because you did comedy you were automatically like in some sort of group.
1: You're saying this with your head bobbing <laughs> sideways and your shoulders yeah, but, shaking. Yeah. like I just had it made all along. Well, I'm saying <laughs> hey Hey, girl. And I'm saying, hey, hey, girl. Aren't you aware of before you were on curb, you think you're going to try and go hang out with any of these people that they're going to let you into their life or party? You know what? Oh, heck no. When I first came to L.A., mm-hmm. I
0: was going to go to a nightclub with my friend. And there but was- you didn't have a refrigerator. <laughs> We had twenty dollars. We could buy a drink at the second to buy you a
1: refrigerator. But uh-huh. you also
0: make choices. I'd rather go out than. But it's have also a not going
1: to buy you a drink in Hollywood. Twenty bucks.
0: Well, we yes. This we was fifty
1: will... years ago. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Drinks were only a nickel. <laughs> but there was a long line uh-huh. waiting to get in, and so I get in line, and I'm st- and it's not going anywhere, you know. And people are going to the front and just going right in, and I. I asked the person next to me, I said, what's going on? How come the line isn't moving? And he said, oh, you have to be on the list to get in. And I was like, that's so weird. Uh-huh. And I went up to the bouncer. But I have a
1: nickel. <laughs> can in a a hole? I pay my way in? I have a nickel. So I put my parasol up and I walked up
0: to the front. And I said, well, I go, uh, what? How do you get in? And he said, you have to be on the list. And I said, well, where can you put me on the list? is it a waiting list or and people were looking at me like I am an alien. And I said I would I would just like for you to add me to the list and I'll go back to my place in line. And he's like, "Yeah, it doesn't work like that." And nobody everybody was so mean to me. Nobody would tell me how it worked. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then the other and then a few people in line were like, "Yeah, you have to you have to know somebody to get on the list and i said then why are all these people waiting in line if they're not on the list like none of this makes sense to me did
1: you ever experience this do you think having known me you would ever having known me as long as you know me? do you think i would go put on my high heels and gather my nickels. <laughs> mini skirt yeah and go stand in line to get into a
0: club I know I wish I could remember that I, I can't even remember the name it was like the dungeon or something
1: and so um <laughs> so you wanted to get in there yeah that looked like good times to you inside yeah. that door yeah okay and you're and you're finding out that you have to be on a list and even yeah. still you're like well how do I get I just, on this list yeah, it was just how do I, I hang out like, with these just, people? <laughs> I, well, that being said, I really need to get involved. Yeah. And so what is the point of having the line? It's to make the club look good. I guess so.
0: To make it look popular. I mean, I guess that's it. I And then once in a while, when there's a lull, they'll pick a few people. Who are attractive and then let yeah, them in. to get
1: in. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. But I didn't stay for that bullshit.
1: Yeah, right. Cut to... Cheryl in line (laughs) every night (laughs) until the sun came up every day in and day out. Just trying to get people walk out. uh, When people walk
0: out, I'm like, is it fun in there? Was it, is it worth it? No, but uh, my friend and I did figure out how to
1: get on a list Mm -hmm. to one of the, yeah, it's getting your own TV show. (laughs) That's how you get on the list. (laughs) But by then you don't want to get
0: in. You don't want to (laughs) go. Right. Um, what were we talking about? Oh, Barbara. Sort mm-hmm. of a social outcast. That's where we were. Um, Barbara starts going to different groups. Mm-hmm. She goes to an acting class. Yes. Which I loved watching. They were quite good in that acting class, yeah. I thought. Barbara was great. Barbara did a monologue mm-hmm. that brought down the house. Yes. And she found her spirit. Mm-hmm. Is that what you experienced? Oh, yeah. Yeah. But there is still a heavy heart. A heavy heart, Mm -hmm. yes. But by the end of the film, she's dancing by herself on the town square with people, but... Alone. Alone, but with people. Yes. So that was nice.
1: Yeah, and sad. Sad and nice. Yeah, nice and sad. (laughs) And then Reggie and... uh... Anne.
0: Yeah, Reggie and Anne... I mean, you really like Anne. She's a strong lady. She's great. She's a rock. Yeah. And she's smart. And, God, she's... Anyway, they go through therapy Mm -hmm. because Reggie has to go to court and then has to do therapy. And miraculously, they discover each other again through this therapy, and he stops doing drugs.
1: It was really interesting to hear what different pages they were on where he was saying... I think things are good and she's like what (laughs) are you on drugs
0: yeah it's like the first time he he's heard of this yeah he's like oh it's you're not having a good time what um so that was interesting and then oh Dennis
1: oh Dennis
0: that little pucker yeah yeah so he moved in with a really nice lady
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But she knew all along what he was about. I'm not excusing Dennis. I'm just saying she basically said, oh, you just want to move in with me because you don't have a place to live.
1: And he said, correct.
0: <laughs> and she said, come on in. <laughs> and they were cute for a while. They, you know, one minute. I know. I, I like to live in that minute. Okay, Tig. It is time for Happily Ever After Thoughts, where we give our final thoughts on this week's documentary.
1: Did you enjoy the film? I did. First of all, did you cry? No. Did you cry? No.
0: Okay. Were you attracted to anyone? (laughs) Yes. I liked Lynn from Margaritaville. Uh Uh-huh. The go-kart? Were you attracted? Yeah. Mm-hmm. By the way, it's not go cards, It's uh, Whatever. golf cards. Yeah. Okay. Were you attracted to anyone? Dennis. <laughs> Dennis. <laughs> Den- I mean, you need to watch the film just to meet Dennis because he... And and Dennis,
1: mm-hmm.
0: I mean, we can tell people what happens. Yeah. At the end of the film...
1: Yeah. The- why are you so <laughs> concerned about what we've told... Why at the end of this episode are you saying, can we tell people what happens? We've told people what happens the entire the entire movie and every other episode we've done. Well, maybe they just want one thing that they don't know. What if I said no,
0: no, no, don't spoil it. (laughs) Cheryl, Cheryl, don't tell them. Don't spoil (laughs) it. Don't tell them what happens to Dennis. (laughs) Okay, Dennis decides that he can't Take that life anymore? He's too constricted. He can't breathe. He needs his freedom back. And he packs up his van and gets back out on the road. What is that guy doing now? You know <laughs> what I mean? <laughs> Hopefully, well, he he's... moved in with his mom. Yeah, I bet he went care to, of her to mommy's house. He doesn't seem like the type that takes care of anybody.
1: No, you know. But I don't mean like he moved home to take care of his mother. I mean mm. he moved oh, home because to live he was off hungry. of. Her. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, did you like it? Um it was fine. I think I like a grittier type of documentary mm. where it really yeah. feels like they're in there in that world, mm, you know.
0: Interesting.
1: Well, um
0: yeah, I understand what you're saying because the filmmaker did capture it was it was shot really beautifully. Mm-hmm. He captured uh moments in a very filmic way that I appreciated. Which you don't you don't see a lot in documentaries, but yeah, I see what you're saying. It was more of a, um, yeah, like a human story, just about when you get older, you're still a real person with different dimensions, and and even though you're in paradise, it's still difficult. Mm-hmm. So if that did not appeal to you, <laughs> that
1: <laughs> that summary, then this is probably not the documentary. but, but I also <laughs> felt like. I know that lesson mm. to some oh, degree. Oh well, <laughs> look who's tooting her own
0: horn. Horn.
1: Ha- ha- no, please, no,
0: please. <laughs> no, please do not do that.
1: Oh God. But yeah, it, it's not like I watched it and I thought, "Oh, this is this filmmaker is not talented," or "I hate this movie." Or I was just like. Um, I would have rathered follow one couple or one person the entire time rather than bouncing between uh, three stories and mm-hmm. just kind of touching on them. Hmm. That's you. Yeah. That doesn't appeal to you. Well,
0: I liked, I liked the picture that was painted. Mm-hmm. I liked seeing the couple. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I can't even imagine being married for 47
1: years. Uh (laughs) And what about you, Cheryl? Would you recommend this to anyone? Yes. Who would you recommend it to? It's a good question. Thank you.
0: I would recommend it to
1: some friends. (laughs) You wouldn't you wouldn't go wide? You wouldn't do a mass email.
0: Cast a wide net Uh because it's, you're right, it doesn't have some of the things that people uh, are drawn to. Like, it it wasn't that dramatic and it wasn't, uh, you know, it's not murder. It was a slice of life. Yeah, so friends that enjoy uh,
1: human nature. And then you have a whole (laughs) slew of other friends that... Do not enjoy human enjoy, nature. They don't want to watch. Uh, old count human us out, Cheryl. You know, we are your friends that do not enjoy human nature. <laughs> Please stop sending us these slice of life <laughs> recommendations. No, but like Gabby loved it, loved it. One
0: of the other producers on, she loves this documentary.
1: So yeah, clearly people love this movie because I also found out that they're there's a lot of screenings online where people are watching this movie. Oh, well, let's tell people how they
0: can watch it, right? hmm We have a listener who has written in and, and has some great ideas about how to watch this documentary. Chloe writes, I've been enjoying the podcast immensely and wanted to point out that many independent theaters are screening some kind of heaven virtually at the moment. Perhaps you already know this, but maybe you could mention it on the pod. Oh, I like that she calls it the pod. <laughs> I work at the Balboa Theater in San Francisco, and we are currently screening it virtually. Most theaters could use the money they could get from folks renting through them. So that's nice. We really should be helping out our theaters because it is um,
1: it is a tough time. And I think people will appreciate that you mentioned that it's a tough time. <laughs> In case it has escaped anyone's mind, I just want to remind everybody. Has noticed it's a tough time. You've heard it here. When somebody asks when you heard I it, I just announced it. Cheryl Hines it- has announced that it's a tough time. Do you want to read some true fan mail? Of course, I love fan mail. It's time for true fan mail, and it's a chance to hear from our listeners this week. We got back some strong opinions on my (laughs) octopus teacher, particularly (laughs) regarding the nature of Craig's relationship with the octopus. Mm. Now, I must warn you, this is triple X material. Yeah. No. Lisa writes, one thing which absolutely never crossed my mind was the sexual innuendo's Between the maker of the film and the octopus, I never belly laughed so much or hard as I did with this episode. Now I'm going to have to rewatch and listen again to the water and suction cup sounds as well as to count how many times Craig mentions her going back down into the crack.
0: Oh my God, I'm laughing so hard. I like that Lisa is going to go back and watch it again.
1: <laughs> just so I, you can see the I, I really liked the movie but I will never watch that again No, Cheryl's watched it three times, you watch every documentary that we watch three times I can't I even do. believe it I can't believe
0: it either because I'm so excited when it comes out and then I have to watch it again to uh, refresh my memory. Uh, Katie writes I gotta admit I found my octopus teacher hilariously pretentious mm. the dude had a fancy camera and that's all there is to it. <laughs> How pissed would you be if you were that guy's spouse and he pieced out for hours every day to spend time with his octopus lover? Grounds for divorce. By the way, I agree with Katie. I felt the same thing when I was watching. Was he that.
1: married? I don't think he was married.
0: Well, we don't know because he okay. didn't say. He they. It, it sounded like he was going through some um, issue, but they never said what it was. Right. But yeah, mm-hmm. he was probably going through a divorce because he's, you know, spending all of his time with his octopus lover.
1: Twar Allure <laughs> writes, this documentary so is cringe. kind of similar to The Staircase. Craig stood by mm-hmm. and watched a pyjama shark. Tarot? No, I think it was
0: pajama. Remember? Because they look like they wore oh, pajamas. Right. All right.
1: Shark. Craig stood by and it, it's, watched. Yeah. Can I go? Yes, you go. Thank you. You go, girl. That's what I'm going to name my new stand-up special.
0: Oh my god!
1: What do you think, that or talk to the hand? Oh, taro, talk to the hand, oh my or Tignotaro? So cutting edge. You go, girl. You go. Oh, I I, would I love genuinely set the HBO one to, to name my next special. <laughs> talk to the hand, or you go, girl. <laughs> Anyway, I'm going to have people write in and say what I should name it. Talk to the hand or you go, girl. Okay. Yeah. This documentary is (laughs) kind of similar to The Staircase. Craig stood Mm -hmm. by and watched a pajama shark tear off his newfound love's tentacle. Michael stood by whilst a crazed owl attacked his wife. At what point do we interfere with what nature is getting up to?
0: This piece of mail is very, it's like a lightning rod. Because, by the way, our listeners are very divided on if the owl attacked his wife or not. And I think a lot of people
1: would say that the owl did not attack the wife, that he killed his wife. And I would even venture to guess that some of our listeners think (laughs) the owl attacked the octopus. (laughs)
0: Okay. Just like just like dip down into the ocean. Um mm-hmm. but it is a very good point because it was sad when he just watched the shark bite off the, the tentacle. Cheryl, we already talked about
1: <laughs> that movie. <laughs> let's not let's well, not dig way, it all we up. Also again. Talked about the staircase <laughs> and the owl tower. Every episode we talk about the staircase. And we talk about the (laughs) octopus suction cups, and then usually what's-her-name comes up in Italy.
0: Oh, Amanda.
1: Amanda, yeah, Amanda. I really like her. Well, Cheryl, I I feel that you feel the same in that we love reading these messages and Mm -hmm. the comments, the reviews, all Mm -hmm. of it. It's so fun. Mm -hmm. And and truly, every week, our producers grab one of the... (laughs) comments in our <laughs> weekly email exchange not that we don't mm-hmm. keep in touch beyond a weekly email exchange but when we have business yes, we put in somebody's remarks so keep yes. letting us know what you think about the docs and leave us a review we just might read it on the show do you have anything to promote cheryl no other than your departure from hollywood and to, to go to the, villages?
0: to the villages <laughs>
1: I cannot wait to move there. Um, how about you? I have a podcast called Don't Ask Tig. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's okay. that's out there in the world. And I have, uh, I'm in a movie called Together Together that is premiering at Sundance this year, which is, of course, all virtual. So you can get a ticket to that and watch it. I believe it comes out January 31st. And it's with Ed Helms and a, a bunch of very talented actors and myself. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, that's that's what I have to promote. I mean, I also have a book. I wrote a book once called I'm Just a Person. Why don't you pick you up my book back? sometime? Like,
0: we don't have to
1: reach back that far. i also have I'm a saying something. Hold on a second, okay. please. I have oh, an old uh, HBO special called <laughs> Boyish Girl Interrupted. Okay, I have a. Be- people album. have things to that do. It was the number people... one album of the year in the oh comedy category. Oh god, we talked about around that the already. world. Okay, um, and then thanks uh, everybody for listening. Course, oh, and then I have my Netflix special. It's called uh, Happy to Be Here. Okay. Um, um. A good one. That was my first album. Do
0: you want me to go through my that IMDb has no moleste? Page?
1: You loved that joke.
0: I did no moleste. Love no moleste. And you should look it up if you've never heard her do the joke. We, we don't have.
1: Time I can to do it right you. now. <clears throat> um. All right. I think, but we've you should let get me... my book. You should get my book. Oh, I'm also oh, on Star god. Trek Discovery. Yeah. Oh, and then my old TV series, One Mississippi, on Amazon, two seasons. That was good. Oh my god. It's enough.
0: That's enough. Don't make me talk about Nine Lives again. Have I mentioned that there's a documentary called TIG on Netflix? Okay. I'm cutting your mic off. Do I have that power? (laughs) Nope. (laughs) Shit. (laughs) Okay, we have to say goodbye. Let's say goodbye.
1: Okay. Should we do it again, though? Yeah, let's do it again.
0: Tig and Cheryl True Story is hosted by me, Cheryl Hines, and Tig Notaro. It's produced by Gabby Kopisic and Thomas Willett. audio engineered and edited by Thomas Willett, with music by David Susson. Special thanks to Patrick McDonald and Stephanie Allen. Follow us on social media for updates and review and rate True Story on Apple Podcasts. We really appreciate it. You can also email us at Tig and Cheryl True Story at gmail dot com. Next week, we will be talking about Tiger, the Tiger Woods documentary. That was a Headgum podcast.